and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, the weekly podcast celebrating great music, independent record labels, and interesting sounds from around the world. Hosted by me, Gareth Main, and me, Anthony Jammers. So to the Independent Music Podcast, that is the sounds of uh, Pasteur Lappi, and the track was called uh, More Sakeli Movement, brackets, Papa Ni Mama. I'm not sure exactly what he's on about, but good sounds. Oh, right, I thought you were talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. sure what those sounds Pasteur are. Nani, me Mama. Yeah, what cool that pronunciation mama, yeah. is. Uh, it's taken from an album called African Funk Experimentals, 1979 to 1981. It's out on Africa 7, a label played fairly frequently on this by podcast Gareth, all of them by me all of the time well, for good reason because it's good music exactly uh, out on 22nd of april it's the second edition of their african funk experimentals the first one was taller am obviously previously pay, played on the independent music podcast cool well, thank you for tuning in to another week listeners have just been going um, up and up recently so like, we really really appreciate it glad that you're enjoying it and exactly if you're enjoying it please yeah spread the word uh, give us nice reviews on iTunes subscribe etc it's pretty quick in there with the subscribe request isn't yeah, it yeah so right at the start the first minute now actually something I was going to mention 
um, we've got our first exclusive here on the show coming later as well. First play in the world ever for Steen Westerhouse. It's a new release on House of Mythology Records that we previously played over on the tracks called Amputation. And you're going to be getting that later in the podcast. But for now, you're going to hear a new one from Mugstar. It's from their new record. It's out on Rock Action Records. It's the first one they've released on Rock Action, an eminent Scottish label. And this one's called Flemish Weave.
That's the sounds of Flemish Weave by Mugstar, uh, Liverpool's finest. Been going for, I don't know, I'm going to say 15 years or something. It must be the fourth or fifth album or even more. Um, uh, yeah. Well, they've had, uh, they had a thing with Demo, Demo Suzuki, didn't they? And they had one with The Cosmic Dead, I think. I yeah, also did have that, did some, they definitely did a split there. Yeah, exactly. Loads more. It's probably way more than four records. In fact, I think we played uh, Mugstar and uh, Demo Suzuki a... Well, on the podcast many months ago. Well, definitely in this iteration of the podcast. Yeah, cool. So, um, Mugstar are touring all over the place, um, celebrating uh, this album in uh, the end of February through March and April throughout the UK and Europe, so you can pretty much catch them everywhere, and including playing Raw Power Festival in London and at Electroworks in London on February the 26th, both booked by B. Yeah, obviously. So, um, I've <laughs> just got... noting when it's sponsored content. Right? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, that was a conversation we were having off <laughs> mic uh, about sponsored content. Uh, I don't think that's sponsored. I haven't seen my fucking paycheck anyway. I'm going to say that much uh, <laughs> for you to do it. I think yeah, having that, your yeah, time. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Where's yeah, it? Sponsored by nobody. Yeah, that's it. Well, as soon as uh, the Guardian needs like promotion on here, then yeah, then maybe I'll um, start 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 getting my sponsored content out. Um, I have a track here, it's already out, it's, well, it's taken from an album that came out in January. Uh, this is Adrian Young. shorter than I was expecting. That's it, just like uh, <laughs> rabbiting on about something completely different. Uh, it's uh, Adrian Young, the track is called Sitting by the Radio. It's uh, the opening track from his recent album, Something About April 2. Bit smooth, smooth soul. A uh, very smooth soul, sort of Donny Hathaway-ish, I would say. Uh, it's, uh, I've forgotten who, the, uh, who is the uh, uh, vocalist on that, it's uh, Lauren Oden is the uh, chap who does the vocals there. Who's so Adrian Young is the producer? He is, yeah. He's uh, So he's uh, yeah, just a hip-hop soul producer. He had an album called Something for April 1, which came out four years ago. This one has just come out uh, very recently on Linear Labs, which is his own LA-based label. And yeah, um, the, the couple of guests on it, the most uh, notable being Letitia Sadia uh, from Stereolab, if I even pronounce that right, probably Letitia not. Letitia Sadler? Yeah, like see, that. I thought it was Sadler. It doesn't have an L here, but I think there might be a typo. Isn't she, is she French? Uh, yes. So it's probably pronounced completely different than yeah, we can just We don't even need to argue about our non-existent French <laughs> pronunciation. It's, we're both wrong. That's it. But if you, if you want to check out the whole album, uh, linearlabs.bandcamp.com is where you should go and you will find all you need from there. 
Cool. Well, just today I was uh, going through SoundCloud, uh, just sort of looking at some of my favourite record labels uh, to see what they're releasing to get some ideas. Man, what... that is a dreadful cover of whatever you've just pulled up. <laughs> it makes sense in the context, I tell okay. you. So, I will, so this is from Cuneiform Records, sort of a, a really good label. Maybe played some stuff on it for the podcast before, sort of Baba Yaga's related in places, sort of well-known experimental content. avant-garde sort of label. <laughs> It's not really sponsored content. Anyway, get so here. This is a record. <laughs> Gary Lucas. Gary Lucas is Flesherelli. It's music from Max Fleischer's cartoons. So I've never, hadn't really. I was like Max Fleischer. What's this all about? No idea. I mean, I'll read you out the press release because you will definitely know who this guy is, even if you don't recognise his name. Next to Walt Disney. I, I know Max Fleischer. Oh, cool. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Next to Walt Disney, Max Fleischer is the best-known animator of the 20th century, creating and contributing to American culture, the one and only Betty Boop. Fleischer Studios also brought the newspaper character Popeye the Sailor and all the characters of that universe to life. Um, guitarist Gary Lucas, whose dauntingly eclectic career encompasses a formative stint with Captain Beefheart, collaborations with Jeff Buckley, and blah, 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 blah. This guy, Gary Lucas, has got a band together to do the music of Max Fleischer. Man, I don't think I don't think that even makes this record cover any better. It looks like a really abysmal electro swing cover. You're right, it does look like <laughs> a really abysmal electro swing cover, you're completely correct. Yeah. Yeah, so but you know, don't judge a book by its cover. So let's have a listen. <laughs> Possibly be terrible, but I, I, uh, but I, I, I quite enjoyed it. Sort of like a bit of a uh, bit of musical, bit of vaudeville, 
Um, and an interesting backstory. Man, you're nothing if not eclectic. I'll give you that. It's uh, <laughs> it's just like looking through the cuneiform uh, sort of roster to think it's a bit of a left field turn for them, you know, with Robert Wyatt and uh, Richard Pinas and Merzbal. And Stephen O'Malley and Merzbal, exactly. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, of that's a. That's kind of like what I know them from. <laughs> exactly. A, and some vaudeville. Yeah, it's a very, uh, very strange <laughs> turn, turn of events there. But, you know. Yeah, each each to their own. This is the independent music podcast. I thought there was some pretty good guitar playing as well. There, like really, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't. I just, I think it's that voice that uh, I don't know if it's because we're talking about electro swing before, but it's kind of like that voice is the kind of thing I expect from an electro swing record. We, we, that's the first mention of electro swing on this podcast. I don't. We're talking about it. Off I don't know. I think it might be shorthand for terrible. <laughs> just generally, is electro swing. Yes. It's like the only genre of music that I like it's vehemently dislike. No cock rock. Mm, Cock Rock's fine, I can sort of understand it. No. Cock Rock is my lowest form of musical expression. Do you remember remember when I DJed that wedding from Strangers Mm -hmm. and I was chatting to them before, they saw me play at End of the Road and then like, Afterwards, like, oh, come and DJ our wedding. Then remembered, contacted me afterwards. I was like, oh, are there any sort of sort of music, any styles that you'd prefer me to focus on? They're like, oh, we love electro swing. Really? Is that what they said? like, geez, did you really like... Did you, and you liked my DJ set. Yeah. How hammered were you? Yeah, I don't know, very. It was like three in the morning. Yeah. But I... Um, you brought out the Electro Swing Classics guest? No, I did not. Did I, you uh, hide this from me until now? And now you're just bringing it up on, no, uh, on recording. So in, in my in my break, in my like six-hour stint, I had a Spotify playlist of, um, like of Electro Swing stuff. So I wandered out, went out, had a sit by the fire. It was a really beautiful wedding. Uh, came back in and this guy came up to me and just goes can you fucking turn off that electro fucking swing <laughs> there was no one in there the dance floor clear. I must have just been his wife who liked it well, I've got no idea but it was uh, quite amusing and I was only ha- only too happy to start playing like funk and soul and disco again something that's actually not pants so something that is not pants um, yeah. On the subject of something that's not pants, what have you got next, guys? Uh, I've got someone we played uh, on the podcast back in the first iteration. He hasn't released a record for six years. This is the sounds of Poirier. Poirier. Blow on the cake, all of a sound I bring. Give a rocket and swing till the morning. Spread my colour, me chat off my vines, sir. Just bought me great stone, me yonder, me vines, sir. Ready for go blaze gang stats, paradigm, sir. Push up on the one crowd of people. Jump, make we get with it. Jump, make we get with it. Jump, make we get with it. Jump, 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 make we get with it. Jump, make we get with it. Jump, make we get with it. Jump, 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 make we get with it. Jump, make we get with it. Jump, make we get with it. Jump, 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 make we get with it. Jump, make we get with it. Jump, make we get with it. Okay then, jump, let me get with it, jump, let me get with it, jump. 
fucking problem. Unexpected dancehall direction from Poirier. Uh, Poirier, yeah. What was so, his last one like? Uh, very electronic. So he used to release on Ninja Tune. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I associate with him. Yeah, so when I like saw something come across saying it was nice up that were so nice up uh, a london based reggae dancehall that sort of music label i was just like what no yeah, this this makes very little sense but anyway yes poirier the track is called jump i can't i can't even say his name without, oh, yeah. without putting that sort of <laughs> inflection on it uh, the mc is red fox uh, it's taken from an album called migration as i say out on nice up on 4th of march uh, nice at records.bandcamp.com and yeah uh, Poirier uh, from Canadian producer uh, list of um, MCs and collaborators on this album the only one I recognise is Machine Drum who uh, Dutch um, producer sort also of also Canadian oh, is he? alright uh, who am I thinking of then? someone, someone similar pretty right. sure he's Canadian Canadian or American yeah okay yeah, like one of the two so yeah so, they, so yeah out in a couple of weeks go check it out Cool, we're going to play you one from Japanese trio Nissen and Mondai. Uh, what do you reckon, played on the podcast before? Uh, probably not, actually, because a lot of their music is very long. Uh, this <laughs> Actually, I did spot this the other day. Four-minute pop song. Yeah, it was uh, a <laughs> pop song in their terms. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think we have played them. We've probably chatted about them before, because they are an awesome live yeah, act. But I think also they haven't really released a new album in a while. They, they reissued some of their stuff that hadn't been available over here. Yeah, Blast First Petite, didn't they? They released a couple of bits. Yeah, exactly. We released a couple of stuff that only ever been available on CD and maybe on limited edition vinyl, but only available for... From Japan and it cost a fortune. Gaz has it and I don't bit gutted about that. I put them on a few times in London and uh, including the last one with uh, Chris and Cozy at Heaven was especially an absolute stormer and it's always a pleasure to get more music from Nissen and Monday and this is the imaginatively titled number three. <laughs>
shorter song in this than a Monday's discography. Kind of sounds like it's cut from a longer song. Yeah, it's probably true. Probably is. It's probably just two, one record, two songs. Yeah. What sort of genre of music would you describe that as, Anthony? Well, it's essentially it's like a it's a techno it's a techno track, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're sort of um, it's becoming a bit of a thing now. You know, sort of like band band dance music band techno you know Bloodsport who we've played recently on the podcast who and certainly supported yesterday Monday both twice when I when um when I booked them for London a little bit like that as well you know I think it's like you know electronic music and dance music has had a huge 10 5 10 years you know I think people have been listening to dance music you know kind of you kind of more had you had indie music and then you had dance music you know whatever 20 years ago but that's obviously not a thing at all anymore and people listen to both, you know, so you get a lot of these things. Exactly. So you've got people who've learnt guitar or learnt bass and maybe come from a sort of kraut rock or experimental or indie background, but also listen to house and techno. I'm thinking, hang on a minute, I think I think we can make sounds like that. Yeah, man. It's really exciting. I was listening a few weeks back, I was listening again to the album by Brant Brower Frick Ensemble, so, which yeah. is... A perfect sort of not early but this was what about eight years ago maybe that that record came out like proper using classical instrumentation to make techno music and it's just really ex- exquisite you saw them live at XOI didn't you oh man you that was a great me, gig I just remember you telling me how brilliant it was yeah they are an awesome awesome band like uh, they're you know their Brent, Brent, uh, Brent Brower Frick records are good but that Brent Brower Frick ensemble record which is like essentially more people and more orchestration involved better. in it is just a f- brilliant record. Oh, I'm after get though, don't it? Yeah, it's a it's a Mr. Machine is the uh, uh, rec- oh is the name of the album. Uh, Pretend is their big hit. Well, big hit. Big hit, mate. You know, you know, you know, you know how I could. Big hit compared to anything I might make. Well, something to big hits. I was going to play some Kanye on this podcast, and um, and then we didn't because we thought that you know. We don't need the podcast is not here to play records that millions of people listen to already. But in terms of just playing good music, might have liked to. So it's, yeah. it is really good. Tempted. There's a great um, so the No More Parties in L.A. with um, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Madlib, and Kanye. It's um, the Fred, Freddie Gibbs did a version. So it's a Madlib uh, rhythm. If you if you excuse beat. if you excuse the uh, uh, the dancehall terminology, yeah, beat for hip hop, I guess. So it's a Madlib beat and oh Madlib Madlib cut, maybe. <laughs> uh, and Freddie Gibbs doing the voiceover at uh, the voices. <laughs> Bloody hell, and I've got me well. and Gaz really nailing it. Yeah, no, uh, Freddie Gibbs doing the vocals over it. So that is a, you know, it's amazing. So I almost played that a couple of weeks ago. Go check it out on SoundCloud if you can. But the other thing about Kanye. Is just that we love him, no doubt, no doubt. You know, people people hate Kanye, and every time I see someone bitching about Kanye, I laugh heartedly. Abs- I laugh so much. I a know this person is a complete penis, and uh, uh, because of, and also bear in mind that you have given people like you have given Kanye his stardom. I could have carried on being as big as he is, especially releasing successions of records with no hits. If it wasn't for everybody arguing about him. Yeah. And people really dissing him all the time. You know. And I'm not sure, like, this new record, I haven't listened to it yet, but... No, I'm nearly... I'm nearly actually, I'm not going to say... It's on Tidal, no one's listening to it. I was going to say, I don't want to promote Tidal here. But I was going to say, I nearly, uh, nearly download the Tidal free trial so I can listen to it. Yeah, and that's uh, maybe a free trial, but... Yeah, I always thought, because I really wanted to listen to the Rihanna record the other week as well, when that came out, and that was only on Tidal. I think it still is only on Tidal. No one bought it, no one listened to it. No. 350 physical copies sold. Yeah, 350 people who subscribed to Tidal might have listened to it. Jesus. Essentially, Jay-Z, Beyonce, <laughs> Kanye. Jay-Z's mum. Yeah. <laughs> all those people who got, like, uh, Daft Punk, you know, all yeah. those people that they wheeled out onto that stage that time when they launched it. Man... Tired. What's wrong with it anyway? But, but I don't think that I don't. Nothing's wrong with it. It's good good nothing. sound quality and gives a better. Uh, how much does it cost? I think it's about fifteen quid yeah, a month. It's a more than Spotify, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. really. Who knows? Know. On to back onto the music, listeners. What have you got yeah. next? Guys? Back onto the music and back onto the exceptional mispronunciation. This is Piero Umiliani and Isui Oscillatori. <laughs> I've been learning Italian as well, and beautiful, that's still yeah. and that's beautiful, still terrible. Beautiful.
So yeah, that's the sounds of Piero Umiliani and Isui Occhilatori is what I'm going for. And wow, that was much better than my oh, previous effort. I haven't even been practicing. The track is called Delenda Cartago. It's uh, taken from an album called Il Mondo dei, Ro- dei Romani, um, which is, <laughs> I almost said, which translates as, because I put it in brackets afterwards, but it's actually the label, which is called uh, We Release Whatever the Fuck We Want, which is an awesome <laughs> label name, uh, because they do release... That's what it says on the tin, I guess? Yeah, pretty much. They release a lot of random stuff. It's uh, out on 29th of April. It's a reissue of a experimental record, uh, you know, by avant-garde maestro Piero Umiliani. And yeah, it was originally released in 72, uh, for, uh, recorded for a TV documentary about ancient Rome. Uh, yeah. like, it doesn't sound like an obvious uh, thing to soundtrack with. <laughs> Eclipse of an ancient civilization. No, it says in the press release, it's a fascinating ren- rendition of what synthesizer-based avant-garde ancient Roman music would sound like. All right. Okay. Yeah. A weird and extremely hypnotizing retro-futuristic experience where faux synthara, lyre, organ, and trumpet sounds are driven by proto-techno sequences and minimalist rhythms. Awesome. But yeah, it's uh, so yeah. Piero Umiliani, um, long biography here. Like his best, uh, sort of his his best is like most notable thing is that he uh, recorded a few times with Chet Baker. Uh, did a lot of um, it's awesome ha- trumpet synth experiments. Sounds like it. Cool. Did a lot of sort of. A, he says here he's known as the man who brought jazz to Italian cinema, and he got praise for mastering sleazy funk, experimental electronica, jazzy themes, and yeah. Sounds, sounds like, like someone we should know better. Exactly. Sounds like my sort of guy. So he yeah. So that record is out. I'm gonna speak to Valentina from Tamaga. She blatantly knows all about this man. Yeah. So yeah, out 29th of April on we release whatever the fuck we want. Cool. Well, now I'm gonna play you the track that is the track that I said is an exclusive. First listen anywhere in the world here on the Independent Music Podcast. I think the first time that we've had that. We've kind of been sort of intending to get more of that, but haven't just as haven't really asked anyone. So, thank you, House of Mythology Records, now on their fourth release, uh, for sending this one to us. The artist is Stian Westerhouse. Track's called Amputation. Um, he's a Norwegian guitarist. He's played uh, with uh, Jagger Jagist, who might have played them on the podcast before, I think very likely. Uh, sort of, basically, a well-known member of the Norwegian avant-garde. And this is uh, his latest solo record. See what you think.
been happening I never wanted to know Try to keep the train tracking through the snow I never wanted I never wanted to know interesting track eh? it's like somehow manages to be experimental while still being quite accessible yeah i would go with that it's a yeah it's a very odd so at the start i was thinking hmm like this is quite uh, experimental and i've got an experimental one up next and it might be quite similar if that was an eight minute sort of like very droney track and it wasn't that at all no, it actually was... ended up being sort of it's uh... We're not sure if you can quite say it's got some hooks, but not far off. <laughs> it's got some licks, man. Yeah. It's got some licks. Yeah, so it's the sounds of uh, Stan, uh, Stian Westerhouse. That's a uh, track called Amputation. Or it could be actually that the the album's called Amputation. It's hard to tell. No, yeah, in fact, I take it all back, people. That track is called How Long, and the album is called Amputation, because we do our research here on That's, the Independent Music Podcast. We we certainly do. I'm, yeah. <laughs> a well-oiled machine. It, 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 that it certainly is yeah. not. So if you're a first-time listener who's come in from that song and you're tuning in because you're a fan, then yeah, I'm Anthony and this is Gareth. And we are the podcast, Independent Music Podcast. We play 10 songs a week of uh, new releases, uh, unusual music that we like, and we bring it out to you. And um, and if you enjoyed the podcast, then I hope that you can subscribe to us on uh, iTunes, Pocket Casts, Acasts, all over the rest, so you can you can carry on with us in your life. Now carry on with us in your life, or we can carry on in your life. Essentially, is more like it. Any which way. Yeah, any which way is how we do it here at the Independent Music Podcast. And a completely another way that we do it is like this. Uh, worst link, I think. <laughs> yet it's a. This is. I don't know what has happened to this you this week. This is how we do it. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I've picked loads of stuff where I can't pronounce the... Every single song. Yeah. Like. So it was kind of a running joke and then it hasn't really happened for a while. So this is the third one. It's a Ziet Kreiser and Kiji Haino and this track is called Unbegzent. That is totally wrong. Totally, totally wrong. Perfect.
nice bit of uh, droney weirdness. Is that yeah. playing Stockhausen? Is that I see from it the is, screen? It is. It is. Inter- it's stunning interpretations of Stockhausen compositions. It's uh, K.G. Heino, uh, which I'm pronouncing incorrectly, obviously. No, no that is correct. K.G. Heino. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Zeke Kratzer, who are a nine-piece uh, German ensemble. Uh, the track is uh, the track is called Emberg Razent. My German was always terrible. Uh, you can look it up at karlrecords.bandcamp.com. It's a Berlin-based label. It's taken from the album Stockhausen aus den Siebentagen. Uh, that wasn't too bad. Which came out last uh, 26th February, last Friday. So, yeah, go check it out. Yeah, KJ plays in London all the time at Cafe Otto and around and about. And I really want to see him, but I haven't uh, haven't got round to it yet. So, uh, I'd like to One to out. check out, yeah. Cool, well, that's about all from us. Thank you very much for listening. I'm going to leave you one by the inimitable Aaron Funk, a.k.a. Venetian Snares. <laughs> no relation to Marky Funk. <laughs> nope. From Israel, who we played a few weeks ago on the podcast. Or any other funk. Um, damn funk. <laughs> okay. Uh, hang on, what was the, uh, what was the Snoop Dogg damn funk uh, compilation called? I nearly bought it. Seven Days of Funk, actually, but I thought they had like Snoop Funk or something. It was actually Snoopzilla. Well, basically. Sorry, I just like completely railroaded your your leg there. Um, So, Venetian Says has got a new record. One of his first ones, I think, could be where it's all done on his uh, modular synthesizers that he has in his studio. The album's called Traditional Synthesizer Music, and it's, uh, yeah, as I said, made by. Uh, not not any just made all on the on the equipment in his studio and he's actually bringing his equipment to the UK live which is something I'm really really looking forward to because we've seen out before but he normally just DJs yeah he's, Gareth you here is giggling because I said bringing his equipment to the UK because the man is, you're always on the look the man, for new equipment the man's total filth <laughs> Gareth Main anyway we've we've had uh, some really good times watching Venetian Stairs and uh will do again I look forward to him uh, seeing him play in this one were we together at Supersonic seeing Phoenician Snares nope I think that was, was one year before the year before I came before the uh, Melt Banana Odyssey yeah no, that was Supersonic. I think 2009 ah. when Venetian Snares played at Supersonic yeah and that was really that was the first time I saw him that was a very good time and uh, you've put him on a few times I believe and always yeah. always good fun amazing exactly so we're going to leave you with one from that it's called Mutant Snare Jam
for Stein Westerkreist. It's not very easy. It's not the easiest name to pronounce. <laughs> Stan Westerhaus. No, there we go. Stein. Stein Westerhaus. I, I, in fact, I'd probably think it's Stein Westerhaus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why, that was brilliant. <laughs>